Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SOS Shout Our Struggle podcast. My name is Isabel Nicholas, and I am the creator of SOS Shout Our Struggle, and I plan to use this podcast to advocate for mental health, education, and just having and starting productive conversations about mental health. A little bit about me. My name is Isabel Nicholas. I'm 22 years old. I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in musical theater and a minor in Spanish from James Madison University, but my plan going forward is to work towards a master's in psychology. Something that's very personal to me is mental health advocacy. I personally am diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and illness anxiety, and I think that it's very important that we create conversations and share our stories so that we don't feel alone in our struggles. So that's where Shout Our Struggle comes from. I think that it's important that we all talk about what we're struggling with, even if we're not diagnosed with a mental illness. And it's okay to be diagnosed with a mental illness. It's just like any other illness. We focus so much when we're children on physical education. We focus on knowing how to take care of our bodies in terms of eating the right food and, you know, washing our hands, things like that. We have physical education classes, we have health classes, but those classes don't often talk about mental wellness, which is a really important part of our health because that health can affect everything in our lives. It can affect our relationships. It can affect our ability to focus. It can affect our education. It can affect our physical wealth, our physical health, excuse me, as well. And it's very important that we have conversations about how this is affecting our daily lives. So that's the idea behind SOS Shout Our Struggle, is to talk about what we are struggling with so that we may not feel alone and that we may have the education to move forward on our own paths with mental health. So I think the most important way for me to start off this podcast is to talk about my own story with mental health. And I'm not shy about talking about it because I think that when I talk about my own story, it will give people the strength to talk about their own. And I've seen it happen in my own life. I have experiences with friends and acquaintances where I've talked about seeking therapy and it's inspired them to reach out for help to get a therapist or to just talk to me or someone else about what they're struggling with. Because I've seen it firsthand, I know that it works and it may not work for everyone, but it's not supposed to be a one-size-fit-all solution. And I think that's the most important thing about mental health journeys is knowing that yours is not going to look the same as somebody else's. I just kind of wanted to preface with that before I talk about my own journey, just because my path to finding a wellness routine that works for me may be different than yours. And that is okay. And I want you to know that that is okay before I move forward. So, like I said, I am diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and illness anxiety, but I went a pretty long time without knowing that I was diagnosed with those things, just because I was very resistant to going to therapy because I was scared of it. The start of my real journey, my real struggle with mental wellness was during my senior year of high school. Senior year for anyone is 
kind of difficult because you are anticipating this huge change in your life where you're going from being a kid that's living with your parents and you have support, you have the same friends maybe that you've had for your entire life. At least that was the situation for me and you're preparing to leave them and discover something new. And it was really hard for me personally to know whether or not I was making the right choice for my future. I was so focused on having everything figured out. I didn't and that freaked me out and I got very anxious about it. I also was hyper-focused on the future so much so that I was forgetting everything that was happening in the present. At the same time, I was struggling with illness anxiety. To describe illness anxiety, basically you just are so anxious that you are sick all the time. Like, I was freaked out that I was going to pass out. That was the specific thing that I hyperfixated on. I was like, I'm going to pass out every second of every day. Every class I was in, I was having to get up and leave because I was so anxious that I was going to pass out. Or if I went to a restaurant, I got very anxious that I was going to pass out. I, I would freak out basically. And I would tell my mom, like, I need to go. I need to get out of this situation. I need to go outside something. I couldn't sit in church either. That was another place that I really struggled being in. And it was just, I felt isolated. I felt trapped and like I needed to run out of my own body. That's the only way I could explain it. Like, I just needed to get away from myself, but there's no way to do that. And the hyperfixation on passing out came from another diagnosis that I had, which is for a neurological disorder called vasovagal syndrome. To explain vasovagal syndrome, it is a condition that causes you to pass out under a variety of different circumstances. So that could be heat exhaustion, dehydration, lack of nourishment. Some people pass out from getting their period. It's also extreme pain as well. That was what I normally pass out under. I was freaked out as well that I was going to pass out all the time because of this diagnosis, which also was not logical. So feeling like I was trapped, not logical. Feeling like I was going to pass out all the time, not logical. But that's the thing about anxiety is it's not logical. It doesn't make sense. You think so much that you can convince yourself of pretty much any situation, any scenario that you can come up with because you're just thinking constantly. And that's something I still struggle with. To be honest, I constantly am thinking and coming up with scenarios of how every single thing could go wrong. And I try my best to be positive, obviously. I don't want to live my entire life thinking that everything is going to be a problem. No one wants to do that. But that was how it started and it's how that manifests for me. And when I would have anxiety attacks, I would shake, I would cry for no reason, I would not be able to talk. I haven't had an anxiety attack in a really long time, which I think is so wonderful. It's really kind of a relief to not have those anymore because they're a little bit debilitating, they're very exhausting, and it took me a while to revive myself from those situations. So throughout my senior year, I was struggling with this and I saw how it affected my education because I was leaving class all the time just because I needed to get out. I saw how it was affecting my friendships because my friends didn't understand why sometimes I was a little bit irritable or I didn't respond for a while and it was affecting my relationship with my family as well. Sometimes I would fight with them. It was affecting my physical health because 
I was using up so much of my energy on my anxiety that I didn't have energy to do a lot of things. And the thing about anxiety is that close behind is always depression. When I would get really, really anxious, I also would get really depressed, which is super confusing because you would think that they're opposites. You would think anxiety is having so many things to think about and depression is just like, you don't feel anything. That's how it's described normally. And for me, depression is feeling so paralyzed by my anxiety that I don't wanna do anything about it. And so I would sleep all day, I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't exercise, I basically just wallowed in my anxiety and trapped myself and isolated myself. I talked to my parents about it sometimes, I talked to them about the thoughts I was having. It's new for a lot of adults. A lot of adults, and like, I'm an adult now, I know, but (laughs) for a lot of people in older generations, they weren't talking about mental wellness, and that's part of the reason why I love the moment that we're in right now is so many people are talking about it, but it's an adjustment period for a lot of older generations. They also didn't have the education to know how to help me, and that's the other thing that I think is important about SOS Shout Our Struggle is it's not just for people who are struggling with mental illness. It's for people who are not to know how to talk to and approach people that do struggle with mental illness and to maybe understand and sympathize with some of the struggles that we go through. So that's a little tangent, but anyway. So I struggled with that from all of my senior year. It was difficult and I got through it, but it was definitely not ideal by any means. I strongly feel that if I had conversations and education throughout my younger years on how to deal with anxiety and depression, I would have been able to navigate that situation so much better. I would have been able to talk to my teachers and get accommodations. Those things did not seem like an option for me. I also talked to my healthcare provider and she said, you know, you should really go to therapy and I did not want to. I didn't see how it was going to help me. I really was scared to talk about the things that I was dealing with because I was afraid that I was some freak of nature and I was the only person that had thoughts like this and that I was crazy. The more I talked to my friends who were struggling with mental illness but we weren't talking about it, the more I realized I was not alone in those struggles. I didn't really know because we weren't having conversations. I think we were all scared to have conversations and young people need to know that they don't need to be afraid of talking about their issues because when we talk about them, we can be more understanding. So I went through college and I dealt with mental illness throughout college. I went through a difficult relationship that affected my mental wellness as well. And at the end of that relationship, I got into therapy. The gap between my senior year and when I actually got help was about two years. Let me tell you, I wish that I had gone to therapy so much sooner than I did because it has been life-changing for me. Therapy is not for everyone. Some people are going to find a therapist and think that it is the worst thing that has ever happened to them and it's not helpful and that's okay. But for me, 
I think that therapy is the best thing I have ever done for myself. I have learned so much about the way that my brain works, the way that I feel feelings, and I have also felt so validated in the way I feel my feelings. But it has also helped me understand the way that other people respond to me and where they may be coming from. I think that it's so important that I went to therapy because it has changed my path and the speed of my growth as a human being. Therapy and mental wellness goes past being mentally ill. You don't have to have mental illness to practice mental wellness. They can be completely different things. Everyone needs to take care of themselves in some way and you need to take care of your brain because you never know when you might have some sort of emotional moment that triggers something in you. For me, that came from my senior year or being in a very tough relationship. Once I was able to get help for what I was struggling with, I saw a world of difference in the way that my relationships worked. I was able to set boundaries and have healthy conversations about them. I was able to process my emotions on my own and then explain to other people what I needed from them in that moment, and I wasn't able to do that prior to going to therapy. Some people are. I wasn't. I think that therapy has made a world of difference for me and I'm a huge advocate of finding help and going to therapy if you need it. There's a lot of online therapy options. Not everyone has insurance that covers therapy, but uh, just to name a few off the top of my head right now, I'm sure I'll do an episode later kind of going into more detail about the options for therapy, but If you are looking for therapy right now and you need it, a really good option that seems super affordable for a lot of people is BetterHelp. It's online therapy. I think that you could either do calls or you could do texts and it's a good way to start. It's a good baseline and maybe if it helps you a lot, you could invest in having a one-on-one therapist that you talk to weekly. Just a suggestion if you're ever struggling with your mental health and you're looking for some way to find help, that is a good way to start. Currently, I can talk about where I'm at now. Graduating college was hard and I think it's hard because I am changing my path completely from what I thought it was going to be. I'm changing so much and a lot of change can be super anxiety inducing. So, Yes, I still struggle with anxiety, and yes, I'm finding ways to work on it, but this platform has been very helpful for me to focus on because it's good to put my energy into something and feel like I'm going to make a difference. So maybe in like a weird, selfish way, it's like I'm helping other people, but I'm also helping me by talking about what I struggle with. I'm very excited to continue this podcast. I'm very excited to share my story with you all. I'm very excited to hear from other people. Part of my plan is to bring on friends that struggle with mental illness and also bring on experts, if I can find some, uh, that would talk to me about their issues. I also want to acknowledge the fact that I am a white woman and my struggles are my experience and that people of other backgrounds may experience mental illness in a different way. And so I definitely want to make sure that I'm bringing in a diverse amount of voices so that everyone has someone that they feel like they can relate to. And diversity of narrative is very important. So I want to make sure that I emphasize that that's super important to me and important that everyone feels like they have someone 
that they can see themselves in. I feel like I addressed everything. I think. I don't know. This, I guess this is the end of the first podcast. That's kind of crazy. That's so exciting. Well, I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that sharing my story with you was helpful. And if you have any questions about my journey or getting mental health help or you just need to talk to someone, you can always message me on the Instagram account, Shout Our Struggle, and I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear feedback. I'd love to hear anything that you'd want included in the podcast episodes, and I will see you again next week, and I'm so excited to hear from you all, so have a good week. Ha! Did I do it? Did I do it?